Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Legacy Church Bible in a Year podcast. It is a true honor and privilege to be able to go through Scripture together. Before we begin today, let's just say a short prayer to focus our hearts and minds towards the Lord. Father, we ask you today to open our ears to hear all that you want to speak to us and open our eyes to see all that you want to reveal to us. We know that there is life-giving, transforming power in Scripture, so we surrender to your Holy Spirit now as we listen to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Day 184, 2 Kings chapter 5. Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and in high favor, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Now the Syrians of one of their raids had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel, and she worked in the service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, Would that my lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria. He would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his lord, Thus and so spoke the girl from the land of Israel, and the king of Syria said, Go now, I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he went, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, ten changes of clothing, and he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent to you Naaman my servant, that you may cure him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God? to kill and make alive, that this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Only consider and see how he is seeking a quarrel with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him cut to be Dal, that he may know there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored, and you shall be clean. But Naaman was angry and went away, saying, Behold, I thought he would surely come out to me and stand and call upon the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the place, and cure the leper. Are not Arbana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, much better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned away in a rage. The servants came near and said to him, My father, it's a great word the prophet has spoken to you. Will you not do it? Has he actually said to you, Wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God, and his flesh was restored like the flesh of the little child who was clean. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and he came and stood before him, and he said, Behold, I know there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. So accept now as a present from your servant. But he said, As the Lord lives, before whom I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. Then Naaman said, If not, please let there be given to your servant two mule loads of earth. For from now on your servant will not offer burnt offerings or sacrifice to any god but the Lord. In this matter may the Lord pardon your servant. When my master goes into the house of Ramon to worship there, leaning on my arm, and I bow myself in the house of Ramon, when I bow myself in the house of Ramon, the Lord pardon your servant in this manner. He said to him, Go in peace. When Naaman had gone a short distance, Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, See, my master has spared this name in the Syrian and not accepting from his hand what he brought. As the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something from him. So Gehazi followed Naaman. And when Naaman saw someone running after him, he got down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master has sent me to say, 
that have just now come to me from the hill country of Ephraim, two young men of the son of the prophets. Please give them a talent of silver and two changes of clothing. And Naaman said, Be pleased to accept two talents. He urged him, tied up two talents of silver and two bags with two changes of clothing, laid them on two of his servants. They carried them before Gehazi. And when he came to the house, he took them from their hand and put them in the house, and he sent the men away, and they departed. He went in and stood before his master, and Elisha said to him, Where have you been, Gehazi? He said, Your servant went nowhere. He said to him, Did not my heart go when the man turned his chariot to meet you? Was it a time to accept money and garments, olive orchard, vineyards, sheep, oxen, male servants, female servants? Therefore the leprosy of Naaman shall cling to you and to your descendants forever. So he went out from his presence, a leper like snow. Second Kings chapter 6. Now the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, See, the place where we dwell under your charge is too small for us. Let us go to the Jordan, and each of us will get there a log. Let us make a place for us to dwell there. And he said, Go. Then one of them said, Be pleased to go with your servants. And he said, I will go. So he went with them. When they came to Jordan, they cut down trees. But as one was felling a log, his axe head fell into the water, and he cried out, Alas, my master, it was borrowed. Then the man of God said, Well, where did it fall? When he showed him the place, he cut off a stick and threw it in there and made the iron float. He said, Take it up. And he reached out his hand and took it. Once when the king of Syria was warring against Israel, he took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. But the man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are going down there. The king of Israel sent to the place about which the man of God had told him, Thus he used to warn him, so that he saved himself there more than once or twice. And the mind of the king of Syria was greatly troubled because of this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me who of us is for the king of Israel? And one of the servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet who is in Israel tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. And he said, Go and see where he is, that I may send and seize him. And it was told him, Behold, he's in Dothan. So he sent their horses and chariots, a great army. They came by night and surrounded the city. When the servant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? He said, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And when the Syrians came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Please strike this people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness in accordance with the prayer of Elisha. And Elisha said to them, This is not the way, and this is not the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. And he led them to Samaria. As soon as they entered Samaria, Elisha said, O Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. So the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. As soon as the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, My father, shall I strike them down? Shall I strike them down? He answered, You shall not strike them down. Would you strike down those whom you have taken captive with your sword and with your bow? Set bread and water before them, that they may eat and drink and go to their master. So he prepared for them a great feast. When they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away and they went to their master. And the Syrians did not come up again on raids into the land of Israel. Afterward, Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, mustered his entire army and went up and besieged Samaria. There was a great famine in Samaria as they besieged it until a donkey's head 
sold for 80 shekels of silver and the fourth part of a cob of dove's dung and for five shekels of silver. Now as the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, a woman cried out to him saying, Help my lord, O king. He said, If the Lord will not help you, how shall I help you? From the threshing floor or from the wine press? The king asked her, What is your trouble? And she answered, This woman said to me, Give your son that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son and ate him. And on the next day I said to her, Give your son that we may eat him. But she's hidden her son. When the king heard the words of the woman, he tore his clothes. Now he was passing by on a wall, and people looked, and behold, he had sackcloth beneath on his body. And he said, May God do so to me, and more also, if the head of Elisha the son of Shaphat remains on his shoulders today. And Elisha was sitting in his house, and the elders sitting with him. Now the king had dispatched a man from his presence. But before the messenger arrived, Elisha said to the elders, Do you see how this murderer has sent to take off my head? Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door, hold the door fast against him. Is not the sound of his master's feet behind him? And while he was still speaking with him, the messenger came down to him and said, The trouble is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Second Kings chapter 7 But Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow about this time a seah, a fine flour, shall be sold for a shekel, and two seahs of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. Then the captain on whose hand the king leaned said to the man of God, If the Lord himself should make windows in heaven, could this thing be? But he said, You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Now there were four men who were lepers at the entrance to the gate. And they said one to another, Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say, Let us enter the city, the famine is in the city and we shall die there. If we sit here, we die also. So now come, let us go over to the camp of the Syrians. If they spare our lives, we shall live. If they kill us, we shall but die. So they arose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. But when they came to the edge of the camp of the Syrians, behold, no one was there. For the Lord had made the army of the Syrians hear the sound of chariots and horses, the sound of a great army. So they said one to another, Behold, the king of Israel is hired against us, the king of the Hittites, the kings of Egypt, to come out against us. So they fled away in the twilight, abandoned their tents, their horses, their donkeys, leaving the camp as it was, and fled for their lives. When these lepers came to the edge of the camp, they went into a tent, ate, and drank. They carried off silver and gold and clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent, carried off things from it, and went in and hid them. And they said to another, We're not doing right. This day is a day of good news. If we are silent and wait until the morning light, punishment will overtake us. Now therefore come, let us go and tell the king's household. So they came and they called to the gatekeepers of the city and told them, We came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, there was no one to be seen or heard there, nothing but the horses tied, donkeys tied, and the tents as they were. Then the gatekeepers called out, And it was told within the king's household. And the king rose in the night and said to his servants, I will tell you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we're hungry. Therefore, they've gone out of the camp to hide themselves in open country, thinking, when they come out of the city, we will take them alive and get into the city. And one of his servants said, Let some of the men take five of the remaining horses, seeing that those who are left here will fare like the whole multitude of Israel who have already perished. Let us send and see. So they took two horsemen, and the king sent them after the army of the Syrians, saying, Go and see. So they went after them as far as the Jordan. Behold, all the way was littered with garments and equipment that the Syrians had thrown away in their haste. Messengers returned and told the king. Then the people went out and plundered the camp of the Syrians. So a seah of fine flour was sold for a shekel, two seahs of barley for a shekel, 
according to the word of the Lord. Now the king had appointed the captain on whose hand he had leaned to have charge of the gate. People trampled him in the gate so that he died, as the man of God had said when the king came down to him. For when the man of God had said to the king, Two sayas of barley shall be sold for a shekel, and a say of fine flour for a shekel, about this time tomorrow at the gate of Samaria, the captain had answered the man of God, If the Lord himself should make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? And he had said, You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. So it happened to him, for the people trampled him in the gate, and he died. Second Kings chapter 8 Now Elisha had said to the woman whose son he had restored to life, Arise and depart with your household, and sojourn wherever you can. For the Lord has called for a famine, and will come up in the land for seven years. So the woman arose and did according to the word of the man of God. She went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. At the end of the seven years, when the woman returned from the land of the Philistines, she went to appeal to the king for her house and for her land. Now the king was talking with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me all the great things that Elisha has done. While he was telling the king how Elisha had stored the dead to life, behold, the woman whose son he had restored to life appealed to the king for her house and her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, here is the woman. Here is her son whom Elisha restored to life. When the king asked the woman, she told him. So the king appointed an official for her, saying, Restore all that was hers, together with all the produce of the fields from the day that she left the land until now. Now Elisha came to Damascus. Benadad, the king of Syria, was sick. When it was told him, The man of God has come here, the king said to Hazael, Take a present with you and go to meet the man of God and inquire of the Lord through him, saying, Shall I recover from this sickness? So Hazael went to meet him, took a present with him all kinds of goods of Damascus, forty camels loads. When he came and stood before him, he said, Your son Benadad, king of Syria, sent me to you, saying, Shall I recover from this sickness? And Elisha said to him, Go, say to him, You shall surely recover. But the Lord has shown me that he shall certainly die. And he fixed his gaze and stared at him till he was embarrassed. And the man of God wept. And Hazael said, Why does my Lord weep? He answered, Because I know the evil that you will do to the people of Israel. You will set on fire their fortresses. You will kill their young men with a sword, dash in pieces their little ones, and rip open their pregnant women. Hazael said, What is your servant who's but a dog that he should do this great thing? Elisha answered, The Lord has shown me that you are to be king over Syria. And he departed from Elisha and came to his master, who said to him, What did Elisha say to you? He answered, He told me that you would certainly recover. But the next day, he took the bedcloth, dipped it in the water, and spread over his face till he died. Hazael became king in his place. In the fifth year of Joram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, when Jehoshaphat was king of Judah, Jehoram, son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 32 years old when he became king, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. And he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, as the house of Ahab done, for the daughter of Ahab was his wife. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Yet the Lord was not willing to destroy Judah for the sake of David his servant, since he promised to give a lamp to him and his sons forever. In his days, Edom revolted from the rule of Judah, set up a king of their own. Then Joram passed over to Zaire with all his chariots and rose by night, and he and his chariot commanders struck the Edomites who had surrounded him. His army fled home. So Edom revolted from the rule of Judah to this day. Then Libna revolted at the same time. Now the rest of the acts of Joram and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Joram slept with his fathers 
and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, and Ahaziah his son reigned in his place. In the twelfth year of Joram the son of Ahab, king of Israel, Ahaziah the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, began to reign. Ahaziah was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned one year in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Athaliah. She was the granddaughter of Omri, king of Israel. He also walked in the way of the house of Ahab, and did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, as the house of Ahab had done, for he was son-in-law to the house of Ahab. He went with Joram the son of Ahab to make war against Hazael, king of Syria, at Ramoth-Gilead. And the Syrians wounded Joram. And King Joram returned to be healed in Jezreel of the wounds that the Syrians had given him at Ramah, when he fought against Hazael, king of Syria. And Ahaziah, the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to see Joram, the son of Ahab, in Jezreel, because he was sick. Well, thank you for joining us today on our Bible in a Year audio podcast. I want to encourage you to take what you've heard today and apply it into your life, to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Remember, we are called to be disciples, not just converts. So we pray like Jesus prayed, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means if God's kingdom comes, then the enemy's kingdom has to go. So let's take what we've heard and what we've learned and go be a light in this dark world. God bless and we'll see you again tomorrow.